0: Dear Jazzy. The following program is intended for mature adults over the age of 18. If you are not a veteran looking for information on sex, relationships, and gender, please visit scarletteens.org. Nothing said on this show is a replacement for official medical advice. Trust me. Last time I checked, no one here is a doctor. Welcome back to Dear Jassy episode 23, hold on, let me make sure it's a, it actually is episode 23. <laughs> let me have this! Let me have this, because I fucked up before. Okay, it is episode 23. Welcome back to Dear Jassy episode 23, for real this time, I, the, fuck! Welcome back to Dear, <laughs> welcome back to Dear Jassy episode 23, the show where we answer all of life's kinky questions, I am your host, Jasmine Starshine. I'm your co host, Miss Mimi. It's my fucking birthday. Yay! She's a whole two years old. I am a whole two days. We'll give her two days. Two days? Wow, that's generous. Everyone says I'm two for like one day and then go right back to one and a half.
1: Well, I mean, you're two years old, two days. Give you the chance to live it up and then just. Take you in that tower and knock over
0: some blocks and knock it down. At Chloe, knocking over my block tower at Capcom. (laughs) Never forget. (coughs) Anyways, so it is my birthday and so much has happened (laughs) in the past week. And that's why we're recording late is because it has been so busy over the past few days with so much and so much so many tales and things to regale the listeners with before we get into the questions but before that Mimi how are you apart from
1: like coughing up a lung because I swallowed water down the wrong pipe I don't know I'm pretty good (laughs) respect respect Uh, music is good writing a lot of music you should definitely come check self plug Miss Mimi's lullabies on SoundCloud, definitely go check it out cuz like in the show notes I'm, I'm going
0: to open up commission slots, so like that's pretty rad. Just saying, please buy her commissions. Just saying that could help fund a special episode. Wink. Not gonna say what. <laughs> but there's a possibility that that could fund a special episode. Wink. Just it's saying gonna be, gonna It's going to be It's going to be going to be very good.
1: (gasps) Yeah. Um, I feel like this is your day and you should talk about your week.
0: Oh, my God. Before I I am the birthday girl, before I get into that, I do want to talk about the Patreon, Uh, which thank you everyone once again for. Supporting the Patreon really does mean a lot. In the $15 tier, we've got Daddy Gray, who told me... He didn't give me a specific shout-out. He just told me to say what I did on uh, earlier, before, and why the show got bumped back 30 minutes. And all I'm going to say is that we had some <clears throat> birthday fun. And then Princess Sarah writes, some, Sometimes when you're in a dark place you, and you think you've been buried, but you've actually been planted... That's cute. And then Imp says, be gay, be angry, and be fabulous. Also trans rights. Hell yeah, Imp. In the $10. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. In the $10 <laughs> tier, Achilles and Briar have not sent in shout-outs, but you are still in my heart. Aww. In the $5 tier, we've got Cloud Puddles, Costa, Juicebox, Lyra, and Phil of 258. And in the $1 tier, we've got Twinkie Fluff and Fluffy Nate, who today exclusively today is fluffy natalie through royal decree and then tomorrow he will again be fluffy nate or will he or will he well i will no longer be the, the birthday princess tomorrow june 17th that's only for june 16th that i am the birthday princess but we will see we will see uh yeah after today that's entirely up to natalie to see if he wants to become Nate again or wants to stay Natalie. So we will see. So the week has been wild, uh, for me, everyone has been so generous and I want to say thank you to literally everyone. Um, I literally can't thank everyone because it would take the entire show, but, um, solely love and, Twinkie Fluff and uh, Sophie from The Usual Bet. And I know I'm forgetting so many people, but so many people have drawn me birthday art and given me things. Like uh, Princess Sarah has given me a couple of things that I've opened up on the show before. So many people have just been like gushingly generous for my birthday. And I don't know how to thank everyone except for giving you all a shout out and saying Thank you. It really does mean a lot. And this is like never happened for me before where like I'm being inundated in all corners of the Internet with like birthday wishes. So this is really special and it means a lot. If you can take the talking stick for one second, I need to yawn. I'm just going to say I'm fairly certain
1: that I might have been like one of the. No, no, never mind. I was not. But I definitely wished you a happy birthday at like 6 a.m.
0: You did. You were the first. Oh, well, fuck yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure you were the first. You were the first one that I saw. Like my plan
1: was to wish you a happy birthday at legit 1201, but I'm an old lady and passed
0: out. Yes, you did. (laughs) And also uh, you sent me... A personal, like a private message, and that was like really special. And you wrote something like really wholesome, and it meant a lot to me. Oh, no. yeah, gay. Sure. <laughs> this is a gay show. Yes, yes, very gay. very gay. So, so thank you to everyone. Um, over the weekend, I went to, um, well, I went a bunch of places, like on, um, um, one of the days over the weekend, um, daddy took me out. We went to breakfast. We got uh, chicken and waffles in downtown Cleveland, which uh, was so, so, so good. Local I Cleveland food is delicious.
1: I never understood that food combination. Maybe it's for, because I'm from Canada, but I just don't
0: get it. It is very American and it is very good. It's and like, it's. It's like biscuits and gravy i just don't get it <laughs> see i don't do gravy but i get that combo just because that's such like a staple in american culture but a lot of americans don't get poutine and poutine is like w- legit one of my favorite things ever okay let's start with it's poutine first poutine. well poutine. see my uncle niffy pronounced it poutine but that might be well, he's, new he's from the, iso- the isolated rock of
1: canada he did there They're out there on the island. They don't know what they're talking about. (laughs) Ah, Lord Jesus, he from Newfoundland. (laughs) Listen, Newfoundland is like. It's it's like another country inside the country. Let's just be real here. Literally everybody else in the country is like, yep, that sounds like Newfoundland. Newfoundland. It's just it's so vastly different from everywhere
0: else. And it's amazing.
1: But it's just
0: it's, it's it's Newfoundland. I'll have you know that Newfoundland is my favorite part of the Arctic Circle. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, so we went out for chicken and wine. (laughs) Did I break you? I broke her. My co-host. Maybe we just hired you on the show. (coughs) I'm good. I'm feeling. <laughs> you are freshly on the payroll of at oddswithgod.com productions. You can't die yet. <laughs> so, chicken and waffles. <laughs> so, chicken and waffles. We got chicken and waffles because downtown Cleveland just opened up. Uh, it was locked the fuck down because um, the cops decided that they were going to be poo-poo, no fun, stupid pets. And they're like, no, 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 fuck you. So it was finally opened up. And we uh, we stimulated the local economy and got chicken and waffles for breakfast before going to the bookstore where uh, Daddy got me some work. I Well, technically, I selected some books and then he took them from my hands and then slid his credit card across the counter without telling me he's going to do that. And then I cried happily. And now I have more witchy goodness books, including one cute little workbook. See, I love workbooks. Coloring books are fun, but I love workbooks and it's a whole workbook of like witchcraft stuff. And it's about like the history of the religion and like, like, what herb does this? What, what are the elements of this rock? And it's, like, so cute, and it's actually kind of low-key little spacey because it's very much, like, homework, and it's really cute, and I love it. Uh, so that was fun. And then after that, we went to... Uh, the next day, we hung out at my parents' house, and I love my parents, my bio parents, and my parents love my daddy, a lot they don't know about like our dynamic but they know that we are very kinky but they don't want to know the details and i said that's cool um i thought we were just going over to hang out like we usually do like my dad makes drinks my mom and i talk about shit uh my boyfriend and my dad they talk about alcohol and they hang out at like the bar and they mix drinks and they're like cute little alchemists and you know, it's a fun time. That's that's what I signed up for. That's that was my definition of my twenty fifth birthday party, and it, it was going to be chill, and I was looking forward to it. Uh, my dad disappears downstairs, and when he comes back upstairs, he's carrying his laptop, and on the <laughs> when he comes back is a gallery view Zoom call of like sixteen of my closest relatives and family friends,
1: and Aww. then. And,
0: as soon as i take i start freaking out like oh my god how is this happening as soon as i take it like bloop 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 like one after another ruka then nif then tonki all come on the call as well and i start like openly sobbing i'm crying because my sister my uncle and my brother are all on the zoom call and they could actually interact with my bio family And they've heard... My bio family has heard so much about my chosen (laughs) family. And they can finally interact. And I was really excited for, like, my parents, especially my mom, to meet them. Because my mom and I are really tight. So that was just great. And that was literally the best birthday surprise, I think, ever. That Seeing, like, my uncle, my brother, and my sister, like, there at my birthday party. That was... I don't know how... My parents and my daddy were able to like get that to work, but I don't know how <laughs> they got in touch with everyone to make this a thing that happened, but it was amazing and it was great. And then to top it all off uh, today is the actual birthday date. Um, after everything that we did today, I, he, daddy gets a notification on his phone shows me and my permanent collar shipped. And it's on its way right now. And Mm. this whole week has been full of so many happy tears and happy moments. And I just... It's been amazing. I thought my 25th birthday was literally just going to be me at my parents' house and we were going to get drunk. That's what I signed up for. I did not know it was going to be... I did not know it was going to signal the end of a very crappy chapter of my life and signal the beginning of a very new, amazing chapter of my life. So thank you to everyone who said happy birthday to me. Thank you to everyone who made art for me or got me things or were at any way like participatory in the celebrations it was amazing thank you so so much i love you all so much and i feel so blessed to be doing this show and to be you know have the listeners that i do this is amazing like i'm getting all verklempt as it were please take the talking stick <laughs> you're so goddamn cute i, no, I think, uh, i'm just i'm just saying you're you're so goddamn cute yeah. <laughs> also oh, on the topic of work what go ahead i i've almost forgot today i had a tea party that was one of my other guesses daddy got me a tea party set and they're like like actually yeah, and you like invited metal. all the boys i did invite all my boys i invited all my boys <laughs> almost all my stuffed animals are male it's really funny. <laughs> like we're you and I were having a conversation about like the the stories we write. It's like all my characters are boys. And I write almost exclusively DDLB. <laughs> and I was looking at because I had like my doll there, and my doll is non-binary but male leaning and like male presenting but not binary identifying. And then all my stuffed animals that were invited to the tea party were boys. And it's just like, oh, my God, I am the one. (coughs) I am the one she her identified person who is sitting at this table. And it is wonderful. But what I was going to say is the tea party set they got me is like made of metal, like tin. And it's like really high quality shit. I'm like, oh, my God. Yes. (laughs) And that was so special to me because that was my (laughs) very first tea party ever because you know i was not socialized female growing up so it was really special i had like a bunch of stuffies there and then daddy sat down and had imaginary tea with me and it was just this great this great experience and it's it's been great i am in a wonderful fantastic mood and now i'm done talking there we go you're so cute i try i can't (laughs)
1: i try also on the topic of workbooks i was talking to ashy and Mm -hmm. like the best most evil wonderful idea came into conversation
0: when i was a kid
1: when i was a kid i was in french immersion so like everything i did in school except english was in french right and we used to do math in French, so we had these things called test de vitesse, and mm-hmm. it's literally just speed test, but it was math. So mm-hmm. we had these these hundred question single page sheets, and it was just a hundred. We had ones for addition, subtraction, multiplication, division, whatever.
0: I had these like in school, super,
1: yeah. you know, crazy complicated. You know, I think we went up maximum to like 12 times tables or something like that. Uh huh. And And the the goal was get used to knowing your basic, you know, the multiplication ones were the big ones. Mm -hmm. And so like, you know, get used to knowing those things like right off the bat. So you can do these things and we're talking about it and you get a time limit and you do as many questions as you can. Now I was like fantastic at these things, but then we're talking and it's like, you can make that into a really embarrassing, really adorable, hilariously cute thing. Take your little, put them in mitts, and put yes. a very laminated, like, page of questions and give them, like, the fumbliest, like, dry erase marker you can. And then yes. go. I like and this. And then it's just like, you can't do it. It's just like, I can't
0: hold this pen. I can't do
1: it. And it's the... it's so cute <laughs> and then you lean over their
0: shoulder and go oh how cute you can't hold the pen you're too tiny oh my god that's well, when they're, so cute
1: when they're finished you take it up and you look at it and you're like oh sweetheart i think we might need to go back a couple grades you're you don't i don't think you're
0: grasping the concept of your numbers yet and then you go progressively back and back and it's, back until they're in preschool i mean infancy is I mean, good too but that's a good point why stop there Oh my God. I'm just saying, like,
1: they're not grasping their numbers at all. We might as well go back and just teach them how to do their numbers.
0: Why stop there? If you go back too far, numbers are too complex and you have to do the alphabet. If that's too complex, you go back to uh, shapes. If that's too much, you go back to colors. If that's too much, you I'm- go back to animal sounds. <laughs> do you see where I'm going with this? Oh, yeah. I, you
1: know, we were, and we were talking about it and like, I swear to God, if Ashy is like on one of these shows, like that's what we're going gonna to hear, do. You're going to hear something like break in my house or in your house or whatever. And then you hear just actually go, Oh fuck and yeah. run across the house and knowing she's in trouble or something. I don't even know. She's, she's, she's silly.
0: She is silly. <laughs> I feel like this, this workbook, this, this workbook idea that we are unfolding I feel like this would be really popular on the usual bet, like as a bet, but like as one of the things that they do on the show, you know, are you, are you following me? I feel like the, the Capcom special episode, this could be one of the things that we do like live in front of the audience. Well, I, think,
1: I think given that I'm the only big ear involved.
0: Wow. I think what about my daddy? Is, is he a co-host on the show? Fair point. I mean, kind of. He's been on like three episodes. I mean, I'll give you that. But I'm just saying,
1: if we're doing a joint episode next Capcom, it's going to be like you, me, you know, Sophie, Chloe as these these hosts, right? And the four of us. And assuming, yes, assuming. Mm -hmm. Oh, you, Sophie, Chloe. Yes. All get mitts. I will figure something out.
0: And it's You're all race. gonna write
1: this test. It's a race, and then me and Liv can
0: adjudicate. Yes. Y'all, are yes. Close. Okay, okay. So here's a funny thing. Um, those stupid tests, I can see it burned into my retinas. Those <laughs> <laughs> Those timed math tests, we were given between one to five minutes, and it went down as the grade levels went up. And then first grade was like, Addition and then subtraction and then multiplication and then division, like per grade level. Those tests. You had it uh, This is American education. Damn, I was doing long division in third grade on those tests. I mean, we were doing long division in fourth grade. Third grade was right. when third grade was when I was trying to contend with like fucking fractions. And I and I was just not a thing. Our tests were, like, 60 seconds, 70 seconds max. Sounds about right.
1: They, they were, like, drilling us hard. It was...
0: Those Oof. tests were how the first, like, psychologist that ever analyzed me discovered that I have anxiety. Because <laughs> during those tests, like, <laughs> during those stupid fucking tests, I would regularly, like, cry and there would be like tear stains on my test and it would like smear the pencil. And then I would be like, all right, 15 seconds. And I'd be like, ah, internally and like writing down answers. And my handwriting was getting progressively worse and worse and worse. And See, like... go ahead. And like, <laughs> that's the first time I ever had like a chill run down my spine and I had a cold sweat <clears throat> and I was just like, drenched in sweat and my teacher was looking at me and saw a tear stains on my exam and she saw it was a shitty grade so she went to the school psychologist and was like uh can you please look at this poor child and then and then i got referred and then whammo blammo anxiety
1: we didn't even have school psychologists we didn't we didn't we didn't even have a school nurse oh, in- <laughs> we were just like you go to the office
0: you didn't have a nurse
1: no they didn't have a nurse i remember i was in like the sixth or seventh grade and i straight up just broke my ankle and they're like yeah you uh just go to the office and it's like okay so they wheel me on an office chair down the hall to the office and i'm just sitting there with my leg up and they're like yeah um here's some ice um we called your parents it's great thanks like but we like i those tests for us was like the best one was for me in the third grade because i had the chillest third grade teacher you know what happened Mm. if you landed in the 90th plus percentile we had this thing in our class you you might be too little to remember this do you know pogs
0: i know about pogs i was born in the 90s i I know that i'm two years old but wow i'm just saying we had
1: hogs yeah. as currency in our class. Oh, absolutely. And it was the ch- it was just it was good stuff. We always yeah. used to make fun of that teacher, though. Oh, sad. Face. Well, we, were in the, we were in the third grade and young and stupid, and it was only because we called her Miss Turkey.
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> Why did she earn that such a terrible name?
1: Because we were young and stupid and her actual name rhymed with the French word for Turkey.
0: Oh, that so sucks. we just Miss Turkey. Oh, that sucks. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we were, <laughs> yeah, we were, we were, we were terrible. So, uh, so speaking <laughs> of school nurses, um, my mom has been haranguing me to make her a parent approved, a uh, little super cut of the show. So I'm really happy we've been talking about safe for work stuff for so long, because I have a big chunk of content I can finally give to her. Um, oh my God. <laughs> one note on school nurses though. Uh, when I was over at, at, at their house, uh, they reminded me of this story when I was in high school. Um, I, I got, I, I've always been prone to migraines even more now that I have estrogen going through my veins. But I got this mm. really, really bad migraine to the point where I had like tunnel vision, you know, where when you get a migraine and then like the the eye static comes and it slowly engulfs your vision to the point yep. where I lost my vision because I had so much of that like eye static and I was just like fucked. I was out of commission. I went to my my bio teacher which he and I were cool with each other. We played Starcraft after school. I went home and we played Starcraft with each other. We did like two V two matches. We got to, we got to like platinum rank. We were hot shit. And, um, I told him like, Hey, I need to go in the nurse. I'm fucked up. So I went there and I, I'm talking to a nurse. I am telling her I have like tunnel vision and a migraine. And she asks, you know, what did you do over the weekend? And this was in the dead of January, and um, I I'm a skier and I don't do sports but I ski and I love skiing, and I've been skiing since I was like four or something. The day before, uh, my dad and I went out and on a black diamond hill, I um, that that was the hill that had like all the 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 ramps, the rails, the boxes, all the stuff that you do like sick tricks off of, like SSX. Um, I, I went off of a ramp and I ate shit hard. Like, if you've ever fallen from 30 feet in the air with two planks of wood attached to your feet, shit sucks. And that's why you wear a helmet. But so I safety ate... Safety first. Safety first, kids. So basically, I ate shit hard. And I was fine because I wore a helmet. This nurse was dead set that I had a concussion dead fucking set. So my mom comes to pick me up and she's like, Oh, your, your kid has a concussion. Oh. And my mom was like, no, my kid doesn't have a concussion. We are watching her all last night. No, she has a concussion. Oh. And like, there was no convincing her. Otherwise she was convinced that I had a concussion and was looking at my mom. Like she was a fucking she devil who didn't care for her child. I'm so I was pissed. My mom was pissed. But just to be safe, uh, we were referred to get a CAT scan. There is no universal health care in America. So my parents had to eat the bill of a CAT scan to be told that your child does not have a concussion after eating shit, <laughs> trying to do a sick trick. And that Didn't is you have just said no. The nurse can't force you to take a CAT scan. The nurse also could have the nurse is also a mandated reporter and could have told the authorities if they didn't get me a CAT scan because America is stupid. I'm so glad I live in Canada. Take me with <laughs> you. Take me. I'm Daddy, just saying you. like my
1: high my high school like experience was so vastly different. Like my 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 final year of high school was music, music. Chemistry, bio, advanced functions, and, like, calculus. Nice. And, like, our science classes routinely ambushed and attacked each other. Like, the physics class came in with plastic bows and arrows and, like, ambushed the chemistry class. I love this. So, like, we made a rocket and shot it into the (laughs) the (laughs) physics class. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Like so you know like in gym you have those little square tiles that have like the wheels on them right yes and then the kids so can like, run over your fingers and then you lose a finger and it's dope so
1: we took one of those and we took a giant water cooler jug and we taped it to it and then what you do
0: oh no is
1: you take a little bit of 100 percent ethanol no you put a little bit in it and you swish it around and then you dump it so there's no actual propellant left, but all the fumes are still in there.
0: No. So then
1: you aim it where you want to go, and you light this fucking thing, <laughs> and it's like geyser of fire, <laughs> and it just sh- shots straight into the class. <laughs> <laughs> we used to we used to pull pranks on, like these classes all the time. I basically like my bio teacher was legitimately Miss Frizzle. I swear to Christ. Oh, yes. Like she's like the science department is buying an RV. And we're making it the magic school bus, and I'm yes. just like, I'm so here for this. But they pulled pranks on us as students too. Like, I we, we did this this bio, I don't know, it was an experiment where we were using like, um, and liver enzymes or something to test
0: its, I don't know, it was something sure. along those lines. That there was little pieces pH. of paper and pH, and that's, like that's what that is. It's pH.
1: Uh, whatever we were doing. She's like, you want to help set up, and I'm, I, you know, was there early. I didn't have anything else to do because the one day a week I didn't have band or swimming. I'm like, yeah, oh, sure. And she's like, great, you're making liver smoothies. Oh, what? Excuse me, <laughs> what? It, it was what the worst because she didn't even give me proper material. She's like, here's a slab of liver, no. here's a scale no and here's a knife and i'm like great no. why am you no. she gave me an alkali metal knife no a knife that's designed to cut soft metal and she's like go ahead and cut the liver with that and i'm like no pardon
0: <laughs> no but
1: i to be fair i got her back um totally by accident but it was so worth it um i may have taken off her eyebrows oh <gasps> maybe you didn't it was not it was not my fault what did it was you not you do my... <laughs> so you know the the fire geyser thing i told you with the, yeah. the jug right yeah, yeah yeah well we did the, we were just gonna do the actual geyser just to do the experiment and she's like i think our ethanol is compromised and we're like compromised? the ethanol is frozen <laughs> 100% ethanol is frozen. And she's like, yeah, this isn't good. We can't use this. So like, it was obviously compromised with something. And so she's like, yeah, don't worry. We'll just use methanol. Methanol works just as good. Uh, no. And I'm like, oh, no. this is going to be so good. Oh, it's going to be yeah. so good. That's
0: not a thing. So,
1: ethanol will create the geyser. Methanol will just go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Methanol will just like shart it, in your face. It's took off her eyebrows
1: (laughs) it was like a scene straight out of like a sitcom it was
0: so perfect oh no on this episode of full house
1: just we should probably start answering some questions
0: but i'm just it was it was something. It was. <laughs> Here, I'll transition it back into the the scope of the show. There are, <laughs> there are so many motherfucking bogus. Like, uh-huh, uh-huh. I got sent to the school nurse after wetting my pants. she put me in diapers? Uh-huh, uh-huh. True story. I've read so many of those fucking like, like I chuckle. Think be- <laughs> what what'd you say? It's got to be a U.S. thing. We don't have that in Canada. <laughs> oh, that's not a U.S. thing. That, that's totally like a tall tale that like that you see on like those really shady APDL forums. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, no, yeah, no. You just don't have school nurses. Maybe that's in Ontario. I don't know. Maybe that's a thing outside of French Canada. Maybe that's the problem. I don't know. Once Quebec's a weird place. Once again, as always, blame French Canada. <laughs> well, uh, no,
1: blame Quebec. Blame we Quebec. Have two Fran- we have two French Canadas. We can't blame the
0: Nova- uh, New Brunswick people. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Blame Quebec. Yes. As long as we're not blaming uh, Newfoundland, I'm fine. We blame Newfoundland for a whole lot of other things, we blame Newfoundland <laughs> for nothing. I didn't say there were bad things. God. What you- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We only blame good things on Newfoundland because Newfoundland is a good place. Yep. Okay. So that's one hell of an intro. I'm going to cut pretty much all of that. Well, I'm not cutting it. I'm going to like, I'm going to copy and paste it and then bounce it down and Have- send it to my mom. Have fun with whatever you do with that. Trust me. I will. I'm looking at my degree right now. <laughs> I chose this life. <laughs> so, yep. Miss Mimi, what is the first question? Speaking of Ashy, <laughs> did she message? she No, this
1: is Ashy's question. Pronouns oh, she/her. Pronouns she/her. Dear, dear, Jazzy.
0: Dear, spelled D-E-E-R. By the way, you're <laughs> a deer now. Sorry, it, it's it's I'm a husky with antlers now. <laughs> Fan art, please. Where do do babies come from? (laughs) Spelled C-U-M. Dear Asha, She, Her, they come from my pussy. Next question. (laughs) (laughs) Next question, please.
1: (laughs) This one is, oh, this will be fun. This one is from Cloud Puddles, pronouns she, her. Dear Jazzy and honored guest. Oh, my. <laughs> what is your favorite way to discipline or be disciplined? What rewards or words of affirmation do you use slash love? That just make you melt slash melt someone else. Oh, my gosh, she's got so many questions. Yeah. What are some of the nuanced issues you've experienced in the ABDL age play kink community? Also, dollification slash doll play, thoughts, feelings, mm, moments. <laughs> mm. Also, why is Chloe of the usual bet actually a baby?
0: <laughs> Thanks, Cloud Puddle, she, her. Let's just break this down one at a time. Uh, <sighs> favorite way. Be... Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. We have to um, tease her about this. You know we that, have right? to tease her about this because this is a lot of words and a lot of typing. And cloud puddles knows a lot of letters for a girl her age. Also, like given that I basically babysit her,
1: like so often. Is that a thing? Are I mean, you... I'm basically I'm I'm friends with her mommy now. Mm-hmm. We talk. Um, I you know watch out for her wherever I can. Like it's not anything like official, but like I'm like I you know. Um, and one, two, three, a circle. <laughs> Hey, I just I I look out for her where I can. I give her a shoulder when she needs it. And I do cute, embarrassing things like put her in several layers of padding with a cloth diaper over the top.
0: (laughs) Um, (laughs) yes, you do.
1: Favorite ways to discipline or be disciplined, Ash, you know. Actually, I think I'm going to let you start with this one.
0: My favorite way to be disciplined is spanking or impact. Uh, no question. That is by far my favorite. It's funny because um, whenever daddy's like, do you want to get punished? I'm like, mm, yeah. And he's like, okay, go time timeout. And I'm like, no, no, abort. <laughs> 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 so, Ooh. yeah, no, it's great. Um, which is very, very, very rare. I literally have to let... As you know, I am a girl. I'm not a brat. So actually getting disciplined is very... I I literally have to ask, like, hey, can I have maintenance spanking? Like, that's usually how it goes. So when I actually earn something, it's like when I say something I'm not supposed to, it's like, do you want to get spanked? Or, like, do you want to get punished? Yes. Okay, time out. (laughs) Fuck! And it's just, (laughs) like, always backfires. See, like... I'm all
1: about the punishment directly suiting the crime, if mm-hmm. you will. Like that's super important, but the I, I, I can't say that I have a favorite way to discipline because I, I like the creativity behind it. Mm-hmm. I like being able to do something like, so soap is a big issue for a lot of reasons. Cause there's like issues with, non-edible soaps and you know soaps that can like have harmful chemicals and stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. I actually make like non-toxic edible soap. Why am I not surprised we- by this? That you make your own private reserve brand of edible soap. Specifically <laughs> specifically to wash out the mouths of naughty littles. This is the most in character thing I think I've ever heard from you. And I love <laughs> it. This is also great. In- in Canada we can also buy soap flavored gum? Of course you can. <laughs> Is it right next to the bagged milk? <laughs> don't knock don't knock bagged milk, okay? It's just better. <laughs> I saw a I saw an image of someone putting a a a a, a, a bag of milk in a pitcher. No, no, not pouring yeah. it in, just bag into pitcher. Yeah, that's how it works. The, you, no. you take
1: the bag, it sits in the pitcher, so you reuse the pitcher, you use less plastic, you cut the corner, and then bam, you have milk. You get more milk per bundle that you buy than a jug of milk. You're using less plastic, it's better for the environment, and the plastic is recycled.
0: Okay, I'm for this now. I'm officially... S- <laughs> I, I, am, I am now a stand for bagged milk. So, um... So soaping is a good one.
1: Um, <laughs> Miss Mimi timeouts are, are known for being awful. Yes. Um, you the don't ever trick. want one. The nickel trick, the rice trick, the. Tiptoe trick, the tiptoe trick.
0: Eh. That's a
1: combination of the nickel trick and the tiptoe trick.
0: Oh, thanks. I hate it.
1: Yeah. The, the gist of it is you're on your tiptoes. a Few steps away from the wall. Like slightly more than shoulder width apart. Um, and if you want to add some fun, you can always add a plug in there. <gasps> oh, so like there's some fun. Um, that
0: does sound fun. I
1: love I love impact. I love. Um. All of that, I'm pr- I'm pretty good at it. I've been doing it for a while. Um. What I don't like are like needless. Um, I feel like the punishment has to be proportionate. So, like, absolutely. If you're cussing, um, actually, I really like that. Uh, I, we were talking about that webcomic Shine um,
0: is. Mm-hmm. So good. It's really oh good. Friend.
1: Um, but I like one of the things that she does where like she's had enough of you know the cussing, so it's you know, you take away big girl words. Mm-hmm. Uh definitely a big fan of that one. It has to oh, be you done mean, right.
0: like, but, like how uh the Sterling Household takes away Kimmy's letters progressively?
1: Yes, it's slightly different, but yes, mm-hmm. taking away letters is fun. When I was there, I, I took one of her letters away and I took away the letter P. Mm-hmm. Which is great because now she can't say please. <laughs> <gasps> Ooh.
0: So now she can't be a good girl even if she wants to. Oh, that's oh, evil. That's just... <laughs> so mean. That's really mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good though. Mm, yeah, it was fun. So, Sorry, words I of I affirmation. for ju- me. I just dropped hmm? a whole ass lapis lazuli on my desk.
1: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> So we've got uh, words of affirmation. What words of affirmation do you like to hear, Tensie?
0: Hearing being called a good girl is so magical for so many ways. Um, Being called a good girl is really good. Hearing my pet names is really good. I'm hearing just being called like. Pretty much, like, anything by my daddy is so good. But being called a good girl by whomever is babysitting me, whether it be daddy looking actually looking after me or, like, Nif or, like, hearing, like, that I'm a good girl from an authority figure is so good. I love that so much. Or, like, the other one that really, really gets me is just, like, you're too small for X, Y, Z, or like, let me do that for you. That's another really good one. Mm,
1: Hmm.
0: I agree with all of this. Pet names
1: are really fantastic, especially if you like. Personalized pet names. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm a really big fan of French pet names because like. You know, they just they sound really cute.
0: And I it's do. always good
1: to the language kink. That um, is a thing. So, like, those things are fun. Like, when I call, I, I <laughs> sometimes, when I want to make Sky turn into a flustered little puddle, <gasps> um, I call her Petit Price. Ooh. Which means little strawberry because she Aww. just adores loves strawberries. That's now, I'm allergic so to strawberries, so it's kind of awful for me, but, like, it's really cute and adorable,
0: right? Um, Sorry, I'm here. Daddy just messaged me. I heard him go oh! downstairs. <laughs> he just telegrammed me and said, OMG, I'm sorry. I almost got bitch slapped by the cat. <laughs> <laughs> so, So I little think- strawberry is the cutest shit I've ever heard.
1: I actually, it's one of my favorites. My, one of, uh, some of my other favorites are Little Star, which is Petite Etoile. Aww. Oh my God, that um, would melt me. I really like the one that Ruka actually told me, which is Petite Pesh, which is Little Peach. Oh. Um, like there's some pretty good ones. Um, it's just, French is just, it, it's such a, while it's a clusterfuck of a language, <laughs> it has some really lovely things that you could use from it. And it really does. It's fun. Like, if you called somebody a little raspberry, you're going to call them a framboise. framboise. Aww. Like, some fruits are kind of terrible to use. Uh, mm. Like, really bad. Like... <laughs> really bad, <laughs> but some of them are really good um so like um one of them one of the ones that I know I don't really like it I don't re- like I find in French it doesn't fit super well, but a very popular one in French that I know of is "petit it loot oh it's cute and it it means like little sweetheart
0: oh it's 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 pretty cute yeah, so what I'm hearing you say is all of these have the have the innate ability to melt one mist cloud puddles.
1: Yes, but I don't use mm -hmm. if I pick a French nickname for somebody, they're the only person that gets to use it. Is Little Star taken?
0: I think mm,
1: a handful of those are taken. Yeah,
0: fuck. Sorry. That's okay. We'll we'll find one. Uh, what is the hmm? It loop? Hmm. let Which one it's was that? Loop. Which one was that again? It means little wolf. Oh, oh, my God. That's cute. That's really cute. Uh, so the well, next she's a puddle. Uh, wow. I said nothing of the sort. And in... wow, wow. You just maybe knock over my mic. <laughs> okay, and the next one is what are some <laughs> of the more nuanced issues you've experienced in APDL, age play, kink, etc.? And I would say um, I really want to do an entire episode on this, but like there are a lot of social justice issues in kink, and that is a yep. very, very like complex, nuanced Issue that requires a lot of like grace and tact and knowledge on the subject. Um, I think that's
1: that's that's a definite a conversation that we can have
0: mm-hmm. over
1: the course of an episode. Like, I think we could probably dedicate one to
0: it. Yeah, I've been wanting to have Daddy on the show to talk about social justice and kink for forever because you know that's social justice is literally his career and like his his dissertation and his PhD, but that is his entire life because, you know, so often we see, um, well, I especially see this on Instagram because Instagram is a cesspool. I'm sorry for my Instagram followers. Um, there are so many toxic people on Instagram who will see, Like a kink model, not specifically just an ABDL model, but I I really see this a lot with ABDL models. We'll see a model who has like gauges like me and we'll say uh, babies aren't allowed to have gauges or they'll or they'll see a model who is plus size and they'll say like, oh, you're not skinny. Or at the very like apex of it, they'll see a model who is not white and they'll say, ew. And therein lies a huge issue that I really want to talk about. It's because, you know, there there are a lot of parts of the King community that are very racist, to put it just very plainly. And that's a very complex, nuanced issue that has, like, some history that deserves to be unpacked and discussed. And wouldn't you know it, I have a platform to discuss it. <laughs> so, So. That- Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just I was just going to say that is my answer. I'm going to agree with that. Um, Cloud,
1: I know you're going to be listening. I think what we're going to end up doing with that question is we're going to put a pin in it for now. Yes. And we're going to unpack that in a full episode just for you. And Cloud- everybody like just for you, as in you asked us the question, but it for everybody's benefit.
0: Cloud always asks really, really good shit that spawns an entire episode. Like I've noticed this. So dollification and doll play. <laughs> yes. Dollification yeah. and doll play. Um, I have not personally done dollification and doll play outside of um, outside of Ruru at Capcom was my personal stuffy and I loved it. And Aww. it was really, really cute. And then the idea of, cause I know that um, Sophie call out post is really into dollification the idea of like a little playing with a dollified person is really fucking cute to me and like really wholesome. Like I really love uh like the innocent side of kink. Mm-hmm. Um like I I don't believe that any kink is safe for work. That's just that's a hill I will die on, but the like the innocent non-sexual side of kink is something I really love. And I think like the the image of seeing littles playing with their human dolls together and like playing like quote unquote dollhouse is one of the cutest mental images I've ever seen. And that's something I would really love to do. So those are my thoughts.
1: I don't think I can add anything to that. Oh, I, I. Jess got the ish. That's I, I, I don't think I could add anything constructive to that. I think you hit the nail on the head. Oh. No, look at the baby. She's learning. No, Stop. Two years old indeed. She's
0: learning how to hit nails on oh, the head. Oh, my God. You haven't done the one thing yet where I said, I'm not sure if you're saving this for the end, but the thing that I told you that would like absolutely like crush melt me. So we're just I'm i am holding out that I'm really hoping that you're not going to remember what that was. <laughs> and um, the last part of Cloud Puddle's question is, why is Chloe of the usual bet actually a baby? And the answer to that is uh, because she actually is. Thank you. Then for... She keeps losing all the bets. <laughs> she keeps losing all of the bets on the show. I don't I'm think just she... Saying. she hasn't won a bet in over a month. Uh, this is your weekly reminder. Please go listen to our sister podcast, The Usual Bet, available on Spotify and iTunes. Uh, it is my favorite podcast, bar none. So please go listen to it and support the show. Mimi, what is the next question?
1: The next question. Oh, I I never know how to pronounce this name. I think it's Grope Motron. Grope Motron?
0: Grope Motron. I don't even know. How do you pro- grope Matron? Like, I do <laughs> That's that's what I always go with when I when I see uh, this individual <laughs> in the server. That's what I always go for. Um. So pronouns are he, him,
1: and dear Jazzy. How many mid-podcast diaper changes do you have to edit out because someone leaks in the middle of broadcasting? <sighs> Calling the shots.
0: I'll have you know that's only happened once and it wasn't because I was leaking. It was because
1: <laughs> I've already she was said too much.
0: Time, and she wasn't. Padded. Oh. I excuse <laughs> you. I was padded and I was very full and daddy declared that it was diaper change time. And it's only happened once <laughs> as of now. <laughs> And I feel I have said too much. I have dignified this too much. <laughs> uh, so moving on, moving on, please.
1: Um, this one is from the fluffiest panda of them all, Fluffy
0: Nate. Pronouns he him. Uh, Natalie. Fluffy You're, Natalie. Well,
1: I'm just did when it was submitted, was Nate, but correct from Fluffy Natalie. <laughs> Oh, this is a big one. Okay, so, dear Jazzy, a friend of mine told me the other day, it's hard to feel like a good person when you want terrible things done to you. What would be some advice to this statement and in regards to those who want to engage in humiliation and degradation but struggle with actual confidence issues and possible mental illnesses like depression? There's a lot to unpack
0: here. There's a lot to unpack there. Well, when when I initially read this question like a week or so ago, I initially saw that it's hard to feel like a good person when you want terrible things done to you. And what instantly resonated to me is how like I really love Impact. I really love having wax poured all over me. I really love like knives being dragged all over me. I love like when really terrible shit happens to me, like that really turns me on, but never once have I felt like, you know, I deserved it. And I think the instance there is like, I was literally asking someone to do that to me for my enjoyment. And I felt like I, you know, like I earned it and deserved it. And when it comes to, Humiliation and degradation. I think the biggest thing to remember is like. I I feel like, you know, if if you're being degraded and it's making you feel kind of crappy. Maybe, you know, maybe the person isn't the best degrader, either that or maybe you're not in the mood to be degraded or maybe they are a really good degrader and they're not saying the right things at the right time. But if you're in the space where you say like, Hey, I feel like I can get a lot of enjoyment out of this and it doesn't go off. That doesn't make you a bad person. Like I, I, I've absolutely been in the place where it's just like, I've been in a crappy state of mind and to a previous partner, I was just like, hey, can you degrade me? And it just has not helped at all. And that is, like, by no fault of my own. So I would say, like, a big thing is, like, yes, degradation is fun. Uh, But, like, you have to remember, like, you know, it's, it's degradation. Like, it's a type of play. Like, you are, you know, at the end of the day, like, a beautiful and worthy person. You know, and that's where... I think degradation and humiliation get their effectiveness. It's because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, they're not, you know, ostensibly true. Like someone can like say horrible things to you in a scene. Doesn't mean they're true. And if they're not true, you mean, you know, that that just makes them all the more effective within the scene. And, you know, that like that suspense of disbelief is what makes it effective and very real but you know like i've been saying i feel like i've been rambling but like it's by no means true but you know i want to validate your experience here i'm going to give you the talking stick
1: yeah and i mean i have two main things to say about this um the first one you know coming from the uh submissive side of the slash if you will um you know don't be afraid to be honest with yourself about what kinds of humiliation and degradation will work for you and will um like
0: so some like of the things like, a good result for you
1: Be willing to set your own limits, like what kinds of topics you can't do, what kinds of topics you can. Somebody who put it really well for me when I was talking to them um, was actually Kimmy from uh, the S&P household. Mm -hmm. Um, When we were talking about it, they mentioned that the second things turn over into um, a perspective of shame. That's just it's done. That's not something that they they want and that's where the line is drawn Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: uh like that was really cool um perspective to hear and the other thing i want to say is that on the flip side on you know the more um the dominant side of the slash that is a really actually hot topic when it comes to top drop Mm. like Mm -hmm. it's you know when i get massive top drop you know and the same goes for uh, a friend of mine that experiences very similar things you know i just you know if i've had a really really intense scene um one of the things that i remind myself is that is how much joy and peace and good things come out of this situation like gotta remember like if i'm gonna if i'm degrading somebody or if i'm beating somebody or whatever the case may be like there's gonna be a a moment there potentially that i feel like an absolute horrible person
0: Mm -hmm.
1: like but in the same breath you you know you take your coping mechanisms and your ways to self-care in stride because it's all done with consent it's all done negotiated and the The thing to remember, like, if you're going to also check in with somebody that's doing top drop, remind them how much fun you had, how much that meant to you, what all the good things, because like, you know, doms need
0: care, too, from time to time. I I think that's a really thing to keep in mind. I'm so happy you said that, because aftercare for doms is such Mm -hmm. a real and important thing, and so many people either forget or do not realize that aftercare for doms is a thing. And Absolutely. after every time daddy and I play or have a scene, or even just have like regular good old fashioned sex, um, I'll just be like sweating, laying on the bed and we'll just be like done in the afterglow. And I'll just be like, you know, like, like, hon, that was so fun. I had so much fun. I had a great time. You did so well. Do you need aftercare? And he'll be like, what the hell are you talking about? I literally made you bleed. You need aftercare. And I'm just like, (laughs) sometimes I feel like, you know, he doesn't understand like where I'm coming from. It's just like, you really put yourself out there. You did an amazing job. You expended a ton of energy into me. You probably need some aftercare. And you know, yeah, it's cute when he's just like, I don't need aftercare, but you do. (laughs) But you know, sometimes, you know, (laughs) <laughs> there are some times where I ask Jeannie aftercare and he and he'll just snuggle up to me and he'll just and he'll say, you know, I just need this and we'll just kind of lay there and maybe sometimes we'll like take a nap and it's really wholesome and really cute. But Preach. yes, and it's it's so important. Please check in on your DOM. Please check in on your top. Like they are so important to us subs and they deserve so much care. I'm pretty sure he heard me down there. I wasn't sure if he was in the bedroom or not, but I hear him rustling on the couch so that means he absolutely heard me. I love you! I love you too. Okay, I'm not sure if that picked up. He said I love you too and it's really cute.
1: I mean, I heard it. (laughs) Aww, Aww, cute. So, yeah, I think that's um, a good place to kind of summarize that question, um, I'll speak for us and say that, like, if you have more questions about it or you want any clarification or anything, please, you know, don't hesitate to ask mm-hmm. um, this. This is one of those kinds of questions where like this is the overview. And I think like a little bit of into it and the the key points. But there are a lot of like individual little points that we can talk about forever. Absolutely. And uh, we don't want to make you sit here and listen to this podcast for, uh, you know, seven hours. <laughs> some people would
0: they 100% would but let's be real that's 7 hours <laughs> Like I check my statistics daily there are people who absolutely would do that <laughs> and I love them for it Um, <laughs> so that was really good I feel like that's an entire episodes topic right there uh, same thing with this next question if you could take it away
1: Oh, my gosh, guys, what? Why are you dropping all these insane questions on us? Okay, happy birthday,
0: Jazzy. (laughs) Here's some trauma.
1: Dear Jazzy and Miss Mimi. Oh, this is from Cloud Puddles. Again, uh, pronouns she her. In playing with others with possible traumas, PTSD, anxiety, etc. What are some good ways to make your partner feel safe in play and scenes? I actually have a really good hot, not hot take, but like I actually have experience with this go first Um, take it away so there's a couple things that i highly highly recommend obviously when you're negotiating um scenes and play and dynamics and all of that these are super big things you want to be able to discuss um talking about things like what kinds of things um could trigger uh uh, an, an, an attack or trigger you um in any kind of harmful way or even just trigger you in general these are things that you know we want to know Things that we want to talk about are, you know, what kinds of things, um, like, amplify anxiety? Things like how uh, a communication system. So, yes, we use, you know, red, yellow, green. But is there something specific you want to use as communication to say, hey, my anxiety is through the roof? Or um, um, uh, I, I'm feeling triggered, like. I don't necessarily want to stop, but you know, there's, there's a lot of communication that you can break down. One of the absolute best things I have ever seen and done with anybody with this is that one time I was playing with somebody um, when I lived back in Ottawa Mm -hmm. and they had a small laundry list of um, trauma and things that they were dealing with and playing with them for lack of a better term, way to put it um was it was very delicate Mm -hmm. you had to you could go hard but like you had to be very particular with like the ways that you do things and the thing was you know they acknowledge how easily it is to trigger them with some of the things but there's so much they get out of the play that it's hard to balance but the best thing i've ever seen is you create a safety flip book okay and it is a, if I get triggered, here's what I need. Here are the things that help. And it's just it's just a little safety book. And you sit down together, you write it up, and no matter what, you both have a copy of it, so that if in play or out of play, if they get triggered as a person involved in their life, you have concrete, talked about, communicated evidence and procedures of what you can do to help them. There's no, you don't need to ask them what to do. You don't need to, you know, question, you know, and you can just react. And it is so powerful and just so good. And I, I've seen it just, it's, it's just, it's a really, really, really good thing to do. And I think it shows a lot of really good trust and communication between two people to create those kinds of emergency plans. And the other thing that I would recommend, um, and it's one of the questions uh, that I ask people that are potentials that want to do a scene with me, uh, especially if I'm on, like if I'm subbing for them, which doesn't really happen very often, but it's a question that I have recommend as a vetting question. What are non-sexual things that you bring to a scene? Mm -hmm. And I always remember to bring things like safety scissors, first aid, water, snacks, those kinds of things, because they also like them just being around is also a really good reassurance that no matter what happens, I've got you
0: and and I I will take care of you. As a sub, it's really reassuring to see that sort of stuff. And my question to you, dear Mimi, Is is the is the converse true when when a sub comes to you and they have their aftercare kit? Is that really reassuring to you? Like you show up with safety scissors and first aid when a sub shows up and they've got their like security blanket and like whatever they need for aftercare. Does that have like the same effect?
1: Absolutely. Like it's it's. It means a lot to me. Aftercare is a very personal thing. And if somebody was to bring specific things that they need for aftercare, it makes it a lot easier on me, but it's also just, it's really lovely in the sense that it reassures me that you trust me not only enough to play, but you trust me with the extra vulnerability of making sure that you get the aftercare that you need mm-hmm. because when you're in that space, that is a very vulnerable space. And that is a space that can lead to a lot of problems that you don't handle with care. Right. So as you know, on that side of the slash, it, it means a ton to me.
0: I remember when the first times daddy ever played with me, when he was still like courting me as a sub and I was courting him as a dom, one of the first times we played, he gave me like two or three hours of aftercare and it was just like so personal and like so important to me and it really meant a lot. Yeah. Like. It's
1: it's it's so personal, you know, like I have a friend whose aftercare legit is no matter what the situation. Um, you get him padded, put him in, you know, footed pajamas, Aww. wrap him in a blanket and watch Toy Story.
0: That's oh my god, that's it so is cute. So that's so sweet. Right? That they, makes me just so happy. It's... It's lovely.
1: And I take a lot. Look- <laughs> Sorry. No, you're okay. <laughs> uh somebody just messaged me with a thing. Um mm-hmm. so the notification popped up on my screen. <laughs> anyway, so um aftercare <laughs> is it's super personal, it's super beautiful, and when somebody trusts me with play, I'm honored. When somebody trusts me with aftercare, I feel blessed. It's mm-hmm. the best
0: way to put it. That's really, really sweet.
1: Like, I mean if you're going to trust them with play you probably should trust them with aftercare
0: or yeah inverse if you don't trust them with aftercare don't trust them with play that's a really good rule of thumb and that's the easiest way to discern a fake dom that's the easiest way to discern an abuser from a dominant figure is are they able to provide aftercare like that's a really good first red flag that you can look out for Yeah. Mm-hmm. So i've I've got nothing to add to that. I I literally could not add more to that answer <laughs> if I tried.
1: Ah, uh, well, you know.
0: <laughs> you are literally uh, the pro.
1: So this is again from we have my goodness, um, from Fluffy Natalie. <laughs> I like this. What's an interesting idea for a kink restaurant like Femboy Hooters or Goth IHop?
0: H play Chick-fil-A. Only I can get behind that. Well, o- Only not homophobic. So H play Chick-fil-Gay. Or like knew- wait, no, I got it. I got it. I got it. Pool toy Popeyes. Pool toy Popeyes. <laughs> Pool toy, Popeyes. <laughs> Wait, no, better one, better one. Diapered Denny's. <laughs> I just heard Denny go, "Ugh," from downstairs. <laughs> I want one called Baby's First Diner. Baby's First Diner. Have you seen Have you seen the Femboy Hooters meme in Goth hop I- You know, it's so funny because I saw this question go
1: up and then I saw
0: that exact thing come up on my Twitter. (laughs) Oh, my God. It might be goth. IHOP might be one of my favorite memes in forever because I am a goth kid and it just makes me so happy. Do you know? uh, Do you know what kind of uh, hair you can get at IHOP? Oh, my God. Are you going to hit me with a dad joke? Answer the question. I don't know, Mimi. What kind of hair do you get at IHOP? Extensions. Ah, uh, fuck you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think it's. I think it's cool. Like, there's so many different um, like ideas you can do. I would really love, like, um, so in Ottawa, there's this uh, restaurant that I. <laughs> I f- I like to take people on dates to this restaurant because it is one of the best restaurants in the city. It's called The Vineyards. It's mm-hmm. like this little bistro in the basement of a building that's like an old wine cellar and it's like this really quaint little cute little amazing thing. But I would love to see like a femdom
0: bistro. Femdom bistro. I'm here for that. Like yeah. Yeah. Or like, oh, man, I just had it. Fuck, what was it? Oh, well, she's starting
1: to regress. She's forgetting. <gasps>
0: no, 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 no. I, I found it. Fireplay Five Guys.
1: I feel like fireplay and food shouldn't mix.
0: Suspension Shake Shack. I don't know what Shake Shack is. Okay, so Shake Shack... Is an American fast food chain. It's it's burgers, whatever, but their whole thing is milkshakes. Like that is their. That's like their thing. I'm trying to think of like, Oh, what are some other good ones? Because, you know, there's so many fast food places that are like extremely regional. Like there are no, uh, Bojangles here. I don't even know what the fuck that is. I just know that it's a place that exists or like, in and out, or Burger is not a thing in Cleveland. Or, um... I want. <gasps> Teddy oh. just texted me Bojangles in all <laughs> caps, and then texted me the word nutsack, and I don't know why he texted nutsack. Is that like a slang term for like testicles that I that, that I don't know about? He says I... yes. He says yes. He's crying. Laughing. I want. So everybody I've talked to in the States
1: have no idea what the hell this is, unless they've either been to Canada or lived in Canada. Um, but I want like. Like, it's not really a restaurant per se. But I want like.
0: Field trip Sugar Shack. Sugar Shack. Yes. Oh, wait, no, I'm thinking of the sugar factory. But yes, I do know about Sugar oh. Shack.
1: Sugar, um, sugar, are they called the sugar shacks? They should be. I think they're called the sugar shacks. Um, hold on. I'll find out. Uh, mm-hmm. th- I'm 99%, but basically, like, the sugar shack is, um, like, we... Yeah, it is a sugar shack. So, we we go out in the winter, and where we can, you know, buy maple syrup and such, but we make, like, toffee candy in the snow.
0: Ooh... Yeah. So
1: like they have these these dedicated bins where they put like X like specific snow that they've made in that and they make these troughs in the snow and they pour like boiling hot syrup in it and then the snow cools it down and as it's cooling it gets really sticky. So what you do is you slap a popsicle stick in it and then you just roll that bad boy up on the popsicle stick. And, like, you go and you drink hot chocolate and you eat these sugary treats. Like, oh, it's so good. Also, best field trip for Little. Just saying. So um, I'm
0: moving to Canada. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> we, have, we had a sugar shack up uh, up in Ottawa that was really sweet. I don't know if we have one down here, but we have an amazing ice cream shop down here. And I'll <laughs> leave it at that. When you come and visit, I'll take you.
0: Yay. So how do you... So going back to the question, how... what? How do you tie Sugar Shack into Kink? How do you beat H Play Chick Fil A? I'm
1: Chick Fil Gay. Chick Fil Gay. Um,
0: <laughs> do, do it! Do it! Do it! Do it! Do it!
1: Do it! Like you can make like the Sugar Dom Shack. Sugar Daddy Shack. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, oh, my oh my she's dead oh i guess i see stars i'm yeah. seeing stars Cassie, we have two more questions to do <laughs> i i'm leaving this plane goodbye i am <laughs> I, I, I'm I transcending the sugar daddy shack. I want fan art of the sugar daddy shack, please. And thank you. This is why I
1: said sugar dom shack, because you can have sugar mommies too. Or sugar vennies. Mm, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. mean, you could just leave it as the sugar
0: shack. That is true. Because, because then it incorporates all sugaring. It, 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 in, it incorporates sugar babies as well. Oh, she's dead. Uh, no, I'm here. What's the next one? Oh, Jazzy. Oh, yes. You okay? <coughs> Mimi? Mimi? Yeah, I'm still here. I can hear you. Can you hear me? oh uh-oh. <laughs> uh-oh, uh-oh. Uh-oh.
1: Oh, I can hear you now. Okay.
0: So technical difficulties temporarily. I am going to leave all that in. Oh, my God. So I just want everyone to know that I fondled the hell out of my mic, and I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> that was weird. Yeah. That was really so, weird. So uh, moving forward Uh-oh. sugar daddy's chat. <laughs> <laughs> that like
1: some back alley like low-budget porno film it really (laughs) does
0: it really does and there's just some like greasy gross dudes there but they have a lot of money and they're just like stuffing bills in like the rim of like diapers or something moving on next question please please deliver me from this this hell
1: this is from uh rebecca she her oh my gosh guys Some good questions this week. Very good questions this week. This is my birthday gift. Quality content. Dear Jazzy, lately I've felt underspoken. Like I've been feeling pain. And not being vocal about it. Not been telling my partners how I feel. Because I feel honestly. I feel like. I can't without making things awkward and painful for everyone. That they have to deal with me so much as I'm fragile.
0: What do I do? I think the number one thing, and this goes for literally everyone to anyone, to any of your friends. If you feel like you need to talk to someone and you're afraid of being a burden, the most effective thing you can say to not only validate, you know, your ability to talk in this situation, but also give yourself peace of mind is ask, You know, do you have the spoons to talk about something right now? Or ask like, hey, can I process something with you? But basically saying like, hey, can I unload something that's pretty heavy? And if that person says yes, you know, you're in the clear and you can just start doing that. And also, alternatively, you can also see a therapist and it's their job to listen to your shits. But if you want to specifically speak to your partner or your friends, just the, the best thing you can do is just ask them like, Hey, can I talk to you about something? And then as someone with anxiety, it's always important to like follow that up with, it's nothing bad. It, it's nothing like super like <laughs> bad. You don't have to worry. Like I just have to unpack something. Can I process something? The words, can I process something with you are so powerful and that comes up so often in me and daddy's relationship is like he has a crappy day at work or I have a crappy day working at my desk or just poop is happening in either of our lives. And we just can like, we just vent to each other and then we feel a lot better. It's such a powerful tactic and I cannot recommend it enough. I think,
1: um, Context is key. Mm-hmm. So. If you want to talk something out with your partners. About like. a dy- Your dynamic in your relationship and stuff. Um, absolutely check in about spoons. Check in about. Where they're at. Um, don't be afraid to. Gently stress the importance of it. If it needs to be a meta talk. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know. Those are important. And I think that. Um, when you're talking about. Uh, it's really. Easy. On. The subside of the slash. To feel very anxious about. Bringing up meta talk. It's what we do best. Just try to remember that, you know, we're all human. And it's okay. And, you know, if it needs to happen, these are the kinds of things that you um, want to be able to talk about. And if you're just talking in general about things that you've been going through and things that you just need support. Um, 100% check for spoons, check how they're doing. And I know that uh, some people have a hard time with asking for help and asking to soundboard feelings and that's valid and for anybody who's listening and anybody who is on the discord if you're having trouble and you need support and you need somebody to listen my dms are always open no judgment no fear it's a safe place to talk. Hmm. I just, I don't want somebody hurting that could be helped with somebody listening. Um, and I think that's all I have to say on the topic. Well put. Very well put. Do you have anything else you'd like to add
0: or do you want to move to the next question? No, that's perfect. I think we said everything that needed to be said. So on a slightly. <laughs> a final happy upbeat note. Not that I'm not saying that the questions were not upbeat, but in, it, it it's Miss Lemon. That's what I'm trying to say. So, I'm going to,
1: it's from Miss Lemon, Pronounce she, her, but I'm going to read this in a very particular way. So, dear Jazzy, would you rather be leashed and dragged around or tied up and made to stay put? And this is coming from Livin' La Vida Lemon. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh-huh,
1: <you know. laughs> I couldn't help it. I,
0: I couldn't help it. <laughs> That's a fun question. From Lemon Ritaville Uh I would much rather be leashed and dragged around. Easily. I like both of them. <laughs> both of them are great. But I love uh being leashed and I love having uh I love having my leash pulled. So being leashed and dragged around, I'm there. Sign me up. I'm here for this. So,
1: that was a very long episode. Mm-hmm.
0: Actually, and, we're clocking around an hour and a half. Wasn't bad.
1: Maybe it felt long because we talked a
0: lot. We talked about
1: ad nauseum. Safer work things. At the beginning. Anyway, um, there is one thing that still needs to happen, though. What, what's that? Well, you know, it's... The birthday episode. It is the birthday episode. And to my knowledge. Nobody has sung you happy birthday
0: yet. (gasps) Oh no. (laughs) It has been sung for me. Like three times.
1: Oh, but it hasn't been sung for you in in front of all of your patrons and listeners.
0: Oh no. Oh
1: no. I'm still a little sick. So, my singing voice is off?
0: Maybe not! <laughs> oh. But,
1: congratulations, everybody. My gift to you for Jazzy's birthday is you get to hear her melt. Oh. And my gift to Jazzy for her birthday is a song. Oh. And it's Happy Birthday to You. Happy Birthday to You. Happy birthday, dear Jasmine. (laughs) Happy birthday (laughs) to you. And it could be worse, you know, if I was if I was terrible, I'd sing the Arrogant Worms version, which I think is hilarious, but it's also an awful, 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 terrible. You need to be a massive masochist to appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Piece of music.
0: (laughs) I'm melted.
1: She's a puddle. I mean, the regression starts now.
0: No, that's not like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my
1: God. And with that, we'd like to thank all of our lovely listeners and everybody who submits shout outs and questions. Uh, please check us out at Jazzy. What are the websites? <laughs> Dear,
0: Jaz- Dear Jazzy and the Adults with God production is also mine at adults with <laughs> You can submit your questions at Dear Jessie Podcast and she wants to come up dead. She's dead, everybody. I'm going to send her
1: to her daddy as a puddle.
0: Okay. It's a good thing she's dead. The show is now Dear Mimi, because Jessie's dead. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I just got made the co-host, now I have to find a co-host.
0: Good night everybody. (laughs) Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time.